What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys. I am KC. I am here with Hendrix. We are two awkward-ass millennials, and I'm welcoming you guys to the 2 a.m. podcast. The fuck is up, good people? How you guys doing? Yes, yes. How are you guys doing? I hope you guys enjoyed your weekend, had a good time, did some cool stuff, you know, whatever. And um, now, consequently, enjoying your uh, Monday or not enjoying it, you know, shit happens. Yeah, probably not not enjoying it but you know hopefully we can help you a little bit a little bit yes um hmm, i'm trying to think this was a good weekend was the weather nice i think it was actually i was just reading an article about um how hot it is in like arizona so um shout out to y'all yeah. and um be careful you know what i'm saying staying cool air conditioned areas I heard it was like very heat strokey and yeah, one twenty is uh heat strokey. Yeah, people was like literally like baking cookies in their car and like frying eggs on the sidewalk and shit like that. So be safe out there, guys. <laughs> it's nowhere near that hot in Michigan, but I mean, is it ever? I mean, but most importantly, stop wasting food on stupid shit. I mean, maybe they're gonna eat those eggs and cookies though. No. Why bro. not? Not eating no car cookies. Why? Nobody eat car cookies. I I eat car. I ate cookie dough in the car before. What's the difference? Probably okay. would have tasted better if it was cooked okay. when well, we were high so but whatever shit sounds happens. like it yeah we definitely were we were driving back from school and um we were smoking in the car oh sorry this is all horrible i feel like uh two years ago right now um we, we were smoking in the car and um uh, that's all we had <laughs> so we were like passing that shit around good times good good times that sounds like horrible times actually and it was hot actually it was hot as fuck and we were like driving it was in the summertime but anyways yeah, you know it sounds like some misplanned struggle smoking Man, it was just, yeah, I don't know why we didn't have snacks. I guess we, we were actually, that was the beginning, like the start of us ever actually smoking. So maybe that's why we were unprepared. But shit happened. Speaking of good times, shout out to my family. We like went and um, had like shit, almost community service. We like went and cleaned up um, my childhood home because my brother trashed it and he's not shit. But besides that, um, we went and uh, cleaned and like reminisced and did the whole family thing. Um, Saturday morning, so it was cool and all that good stuff. But uh, it was work actually; it was very labor intensive. But yeah, that sounds like fun. It was it was a good time though. Sounds like a lot of fun. All right? Are you being sarcastic? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I hope you good people also enjoyed your weekend. Maybe you had fun with your family, or you know, did some uh, dope stuff, whatever. But uh, we're gonna. Yeah, I was there. I wasn't part of the reminiscing and all that, but yeah, I was there. Oh yeah, you cleaning, missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> that came later <laughs> anyways <laughs> we're gonna get the show started hopefully you um these other people enjoy their uh weekends too or their weeks what uh what happened in the lives of the i don't know <laughs> trashy trash and more treasure well i mean the rich and the famous rather that's better yeah unfortunately it's a real life 
unfortunately, because of our real life. At the time of recording, we aren't able to we aren't able to participate in all the ratchet shenanigans going on this weekend. Um, as far as the BT awards or the NBA awards or any awards, you know, adulting shit like that. Oh yeah. Outside of that, a lot happened in this week. Um, such on a story from last week where we stated that Bill Cosby's trial. Um, yeah. was deemed a mistrial because people don't want to put Bill Cosby in jail for whatever reason. It's like the OJ thing. Um, no, 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 eh, eh, whatever. <laughs> I was not old enough to even know, or was I even alive? When was the OJ thing? Yeah, it wasn't long. It wasn't that long ago. You're alive and kicking and probably talking somebody's head off like you do. That's but uh. Me. <laughs> Bill Cosby's uh, lawyer actually gave him a, a good advice. Um, he was he's supposedly going on a tour to do educational talks, teaching young people how to behave to avoid sexual assault allegations. Mm. Not to avoid sexual assault, but to avoid being charged with. So sexual how to assault. cover your tracks? Pretty much. Wait, so he so how to commit a crime? Be rich and powerful and intimidating, and that way no one will say anything. So 20 years later, when it's not, you know, good, sufficient evidence, that's how you avoid being um, charged. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck he was going to talk about during these educational talks, but he's getting a lot of backlash, as he should, because it's stupid. It's the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard in my life. And it's a very idiotic thing. It's very, know. But it is very reminiscent of the whole, if I had done it, this is what I would have done book thing that OJ did. No. Not at all, because that happened damn near. Yeah, no, it was way later, but yeah, I'm saying it. This it, is like the week that he got acquitted on the charges. Like, oh, well, you know, I did it. You can do it. You know, I'll teach you how, you know, buy buy tickets to the show so I can teach you yeah, how to get off. Yeah, that is there. Yeah, definitely um, fucked up. Um, no doubt about that. Yeah, I, I have no faith in humans at all. I don't know, me either. I, know, I, know, <laughs> I haven't for quite some time now. Um, also, in me having no faith in humans, um, this weekend, outside of DJ Khaled's party for uh, the BET Awards, um, pre, pre-award pre show party, I guess you can call it that. I'm grateful. Um, you know, two cornballs got into a altercation. Oh, you will not. You actually won't. So, the same uh, thing applies. Huh? They actually didn't get into an altercation. Well, technically, yeah. How so? I mean, because he, you know, he was on the scene. I seen several, and there was a lot of people on the scene. I seen several videos, and not one did I see him actually participating in this bullshit. I mean, but common sense would let you know that he had everything to do with this situation. How you figure? Uh, because during the video, immediately after he shows his face, after he got out the car, the fisticuffs happened. That might have just been a good time. Oh, it's a distraction. Here's this guy that he doesn't like. Let's now beat his ass. People get beat up for all kind of shit. All right. So anyway, she's talking illogical as fuck at this point. Honestly, me and Little Duvall, I can't believe I'm saying it, are on the same page because he commented on the Shade Rooms post like, um, and I quote, how do we know that's me's people though? Like, I'm still not convinced because 
who like y'all i feel like people just create these narratives it's a good story and people just perpetuate and bullshit y'all literally have no proof so um if bill cosby with 20 people saying he (laughs) fucking raped them can get off then y'all with no fucking proof evidence or fucking witnesses saying that this nigga was in this shit y'all y'all just as lost so chill on him okay so i'm just saying this weekend show me the car facts this weekend at um dj khaled's uh pre-bet wars party safari got jumped safari got into fisticuffs with a group of young uh cornballs and the altercation happened right before a certain cornball rapper uh showed his face where did she so you know Uh. i mean you know meek mill might have nothing to do with it as Casey said, which is dumb. But uh Okay. Yeah. I feel mean, as you may I mean about it. I really don't care how I mean, people feel about it. I'm not a sheep, so I just do what I want to do with my own thing, you know. I mean, but if you put two and two together I'm a free thinker and I'm able to formulate my own thoughts and not sheep around with the rest of the world. But that's cool. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? I'm an individual. Shout out to all the individuals on I earth. Mean, me and Lulu Ball are obviously the only two people look that want the Carfax. If me and you got beef, alright, and I see you out in public and immediately get knocked upside my head. He was getting out the car. Like, them people were already there. He was just stepping out the car. And then people were already off to the side, standing there. Like, a car door opened and he stepped out of it. And then people were already off to the side. I'm just saying. I just want to see the car facts. I mean, normally the funkies, the flunkies do arrive before the star. I mean, that that, that happens. They don't all get out the, the uh, car I'm together. not. You can formulate any, I, any opinions that you want. But I want to see the car facts. Show me some pictures with Meek and these people hanging out. Show me the the car logs show me the hit see, show me the request see, i want to no, see the wait, fucking wait, car facts wait. that's all i'm asking but right now you sound like a motherfucker that's like oh well bill cosby didn't do it show me show me proof that he did it show me videotape that he was actually that's not what i asked i said show you i said <laughs> he literally has people saying that they he got they got fucking raped i'm saying but you weren't there you didn't see it i didn't say i had to be there i saw a fucking video actually i did see a video of the fucking altercation so no your uh whole line of questioning is invalid and ignorant fuck it was video of the fucking fight did i see megan fighting or jumping safari no the fuck i didn't so like i said show me the car facts that he put this hit on this nigga but what we do have is accounts of motherfuckers saying this nigga raped him but whatever you know what i'm saying rape culture and women not being valuable for shit in this country but whatever anyways continue sheeping anyways so in a nostalgic act um well nostalgic story Apparently, uh, Drake Bell is triggered, much like most people are triggered. Um, Josh didn't invite him to his wedding, so he feels like they're, they're, well, if you don't know who I'm talking about, Drake and Josh from the Nickelodeon show, you know, they're older now and more, I don't know, messy now. They were used to be best of friends, and they went their own way, and they thought that they were, you know, well, apparently Drake thought he was still, you know, cool with them. He's like, no, nah, we was just TV friends, big boy. Yeah. We not really, uh, we not friends for in real life. Real life is not like like I mean, that. well, it's, it's crazy because it, it turned out that in it, their lives ended up turning out like the exact opposite of how you would perceive it on the show because, you know, Josh was fat and, you know, he wasn't necessarily talented. And, you know, Drake had the little music career and he, you know, 
had all these aspirations and shit. And, yeah, the fat one was always the cuter one, though. You know, he so, just was chubby. Yeah, now Josh has lost weight. He's doing projects and shit. And Drake looks like uh, Drake Bell looks like a, a, a jalapeno pepper. So wait, I'm about to Google it. Yeah, he's not a very. Uh, he <laughs> looks very ashy. Let's say that he looks very ashy. So I mean, in that this whole thing goes back to you know how people feel like you know those friendships those tv you know those tv relationships that that actually transfer in real life are gonna just last forever like no this is not like, i lost all hope and i separated the tv from the reality when i realized that martin and uh old girl didn't like each other and i was like oh that's when i started separating it like okay well this shit is just tv so you can't even like think like oh they're friends in real life so many people have these uncomfortable like set lives and shit that you really don't know if they really cool or not yeah in that same vein i, I figured that out when i Found out that uh, Martin and Pam were fucking. Never knew that, and that's not my business. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like the the fact that they were actually in a relationship and they hated each other on the show was like, yeah, that was something that was eye opening to me because you know you you can't, you know it was it was too organic for it to make sense to me in my mind at that time. Oh, see, that and that was as weird to me as them being in a relationship and not liking each other in real life. Like, I don't want to fucking be with you. We not filming in the same room as. This nigga not ask some fucked up shit. That's when I was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, you know, money is money, I guess, to some people. Yeah, whatever. All right. So, ladies, you know, I'm sorry, guys, but uh, ladies, you know, I try to keep you up on game, you know. Oh, so God. I have another baller alert for you this past Thursday. The NBA was the NBA draft, and I. I'm going to give you ladies oh God. the top 10 draft picks. So, if you see these guys at the club. But do they know. even have money yet, though? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. If you're in Philadelphia. <laughs> this nigga's a troll, bro. <laughs> he is trolling, y'all. I hope y'all realize that. All right. I'm going to just go in order. Um, the first pick in the draft was Markel Flunce. Um... Mark Markel Fultz. I'm sorry, sorry, sir. <laughs> Is he good? He was the first pick in the draft. What that mean? I mean, he's kind of yeah, yeah. Uh. I mean, you gotta kind of have some kind of potential to be first pick in the draft. Mm. Yeah, I mean, unless you're the Pistons. Um, the Los Angeles Lakers selected Lonzo Ball at number two. <sighs> Unfortunately, I have to look at LeVar Ball's ugly ass for the next 10 to 15 years. Whoopee. I actually, can I interject for five seconds? Okay. I'm sorry. I might rant this episode. Sorry. It's a few times. I'm so tired of seeing these fucking think pieces that everybody keep writing like, oh, the NBA likes to perpetrate the story of single mothers and that's why they don't like LeVar Ball because he's a daddy and they weren't poor and they had money and he made sure all his sons were successful in bed and he got them this and we should honor him as a good black dad and da, da, da. he's still fucking annoying like that like one does not negate the other you can be multifaceted i say that all the time he's still fucking annoying i don't care he got a big mouth he talked too fucking much i don't care yes i'm happy that you were in your dad's life but i don't i mean in your son's life whatever no one gets a fuck you're still fucking annoying you talk too much like you're pissing off the people that matters the movers are shakers in the nba and that's just it now you can continue i'm just tired of people when they stuck and stuck and think pieces he's a good dad he's fighting for this son's rights cool shut up I mean, in that same vein, I I agree. I mean, my my issue with him is not that you know he's you know he, he's 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 his son's biggest supporters. I understand As he that, should be. but 
He could do that behind closed doors. Even as we saw after Lonzo got selected um, to go to the Lakers, he he tends to write checks that his sons have to end up cashing. Yeah. So, yeah, apparently the late, in LeVar Ball's mind, uh, Lonzo Ball is going to get the Lakers to the playoffs this year. That's what he said, like, 10 seconds after he got picked. You're a Lakers fan, so are you ready for this? You, you think, yes, this is going to be our year? To make, I mean, making the playoffs and actually doing something in the playoffs are two totally different things. That's, that's a good point. So, I mean, it just goes to the fact that, you know, let, let players play, basically. Boston Celtics collected uh, Jason Tatum, number three. Phoenix Suns selected Josh Jackson, number four. Sacramento Kings selected De'Aaron Fox, number five. Um, Jonathan, I- Jonathan Isaac went to the Orlando Magic at number six. Chicago Bulls um, selected Lurie Markin. Number I don't know who none of these people are. <laughs> Except for, and I don't even know his name. I only know his daddy name. To be completely honest with you. Who? LeVar Ball, Bell, whatever the fuck. I'm saying, like, I don't know none of these people except for his daddy. Like, he's the only person I've heard of in all of these people that you name. Wait, what? I'm saying, I never heard of any of these people that you're talking about except for his daddy. I don't even know his name. Maybe I was like, LeVar Ball, whatever it is. Like, no, it's Lonzo who actually plays. I'm like, yeah. well, I don't, I don't hear his name. I only hear his fucking daddy. <laughs> At number eight, uh, the New York Knicks selected Frank Nikiti. Nikin, whatever. He's French, so I'm going to just say Nikiti. Who cares? Um, he plays for the Knicks. It's not promising at all. Um, at number nine, <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you sound very excited I, about that pick. I mean, no, I'm, it's the Knicks are trash, and uh, they have uh, Old Stoner as the president and GM, so yeah, it doesn't. Phil Jackson is their GM, mm, and okay. he sleeps during the games and stuff like that. Alrighty then. And they're owner Mr. Draft because his uh I wanna say I it's not even a cover band. His band had a gig that night, so Alright, well yeah. just say the number ten pick so we can move on from this bullshit. <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks selected Dennis Smith Jr. at number nine and the Portland Trailblazers selected Zach Collins at number ten. Alright, well if you are um wants to catch you a baller, you know what I'm saying, get him now. At least um at least now it's not like a big red flag. They don't have a ton of money. So if you, you know, you could still be a down-ass chick right now, I think. Um, what? I'm serious. I think it's like levels to whatever, you know what I'm saying? You're not like in gold digger territory. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, I, I don't know, I guess in, in this day and age, you got to be like some, some loving basketball type shit. Like, mm, yeah. Uh, damn yeah or famous too or kardashian or fine like tiana taylor or something i mean i think they're all taken though i mean all all the people that you listed i don't think there's any more of those what fine people like tiana taylor no i'm saying tiana taylor and i think all the kardashians are sewn up at this point in time that changes um well courtney actually has sense so that don't she's not in the mix but um i'm sure chloe has dated a, a plethora of basketball players so maybe she might want some new Young me, it'll be cute. She'll just she rotates. Yeah, she she goes to him. Yeah, so she'll ruin someone else's career in life know, later. Chris, Chris might be available. So I thought she was dating some random black guy or something. Oh, whatever. Who cares? Who really cares? I don't. I don't. I really don't care. Um, 
what else is need you have anything else to add i actually don't think so oh rest in peace to prodigy yes rest in peace to prodigy i, I didn't necessarily want to bring that up it's a very very sad story shout out to that news station is that they're in atlanta i believe so that um they always do like the little um slight inserts in love like the um like icons like hip-hop icons and stuff like that and they did it for prodigy and it was so dope so shout out to them because they're cool as hell hip to the shit I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so I'm trying to think. Is that all? Yeah, because I'll just talk about that. Oh, now. So, Hendrix, (laughs) what's on your mind? Oh, you got something on your mind? You can go ahead. No, not like anything in particular. I was just about to talk about um, Khaled's album. Did you listen to it? I listened to enough of it um, (laughs) to decide that the last one was better. The last one? I mean,. The last one had more staying power. DJ Khaled's last album had more staying power. I know we had a conversation earlier this week about music and like how like stuff is so different. Cause I'm like, damn, this album, like he just released the other one and it's like it just happened so fast. And just like, you know, the longevity of music and the quality is just completely different. Like you don't really find like an album doesn't come out you don't keep like nowadays and you don't keep replaying it replaying it replaying it for years 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 down the line it's like now i want something new i'm over that and the time is just different but um yeah i'm really disappointed that the chance song is horrible (laughs) the chance song is absolute garbage it's really 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 bad and i'm pressed because somebody um on my facebook timeline was talking about how dope it was and i listened to it (laughs) so i already was like yes chances on this bitch was good and my feelings was legit hurt like it was so bad that my feelings actually talking about it my feelings are hurt um it's a song on there that i know is bad that i refuse to listen to um because it has two of the worst people on earth on it and it's alicia keys and Nicki minaj and you couldn't actually pay me to listen to that song and i know someone's gonna be like but you haven't heard it i heard enough of them in my yeah. lifetime to yeah, know that, that no yeah that that's as that's pretty pretty accurate yeah i know we live in a generation of sheep and um people are something like oh my god this Nicki minaj verse on um this one with future it's just like oh my gosh she's just so great and it's just like ah look i'm about to event, offend a lot of people i'm tired of Nicki minaj oh please i've been go. tired of her for a while but please, like please like she's starting to trigger me like her shit is all starting to sound the same i can't tell the songs apart like all her verses are the same content it's like mm. okay is this a sheepish comment um i wonder who's writing for her now no that's not sheepish i mean he used to write for her that's just real life i mean you know they need to switch it up though i wish uh whoever is doing it i mean you know because that that always was the thing i mean that's the thing with a lot of can you tell why 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 she couldn't be writing it herself because she wasn't with a lot of female (laughs) rappers i mean though even like the greats like i mean fucking biggie wrote for little kim you know what i'm saying like so it's just like shit happens like i feel like a lot of female rappers have like help you know i mean they wrote your whole song but you might have had help and it's nothing wrong with that to a certain extent i mean it depends i don't know the feminist point of view on that let me know um but um yeah um besides that i'm still in love with um her and i'm still in love with uh SZA. I actually am very extremely fond of the song. It's really a conflict, actually. <laughs> I'm very fond of the song um, The Weeknd, and it's like a side chick anthem. 
and I love I love Caesar to death. I'll be the first person to say that. And I even like listen to like the, all her genius interviews and her breakdown of the song. And even though she tried to make it sound, I guess it was empowering and women and you know treating guys like crap and we're just all running through him. But it's like not really if he fucking multiple people. Whatever. Anyways, I like <laughs> the weekend, but I'm so conflicted because it's just like no, I don't endorse side chicks, but this I just like the song. I just do. It's so great. Um, I think that's a case of point of music nowadays being more about melodies instead of actual lyrics. Because yeah. the lyrics to that song are absolutely garbage. Honest, and the crazy thing is I don't mind the lyrics. Like, it, it's catchy. I mean, the, the meaning like, behind it. But that's the, that's the melody. I'm that's like, not oh my the, God. That's not the lyrics. That's the melody. And I'm like, yes, yes. I'm so confused. Yes, say it again. It's just so, yes, yes. It helps that she find. It's like my girl crush right now. But yeah, like, I mean, shit. I think that's it for music. Excited about the J album, obviously. I mean, if you know me, you already know what's good. Um, um, and yeah, um, we'll leave that at um, No, yeah, you're not going to say shit. We'll leave that at Please, um, just leave it alone. Please don't say anything. Look, my whole thing is I hope that it's not forced. Like, Jay's completely capable of making good music. Just make good music. Sidebar. This has nothing to do with anything. I actually don't give a fuck about Young Thug, but I did hear that he was going through it with Cover Girl because of the name of his album. It's like something in the same. It's like Easy Breezy something. No, he changed it. Oh, he did change it? Yeah. Did he change it because of them? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's fucked up. It's actually funny, actually, because like, no, no Young Thugger. <laughs> You're actually not gonna come at us with that bullshit. I mean, that's why most people put shit out as mixtapes nowadays, anyway. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't even really pay attention to Young Thug. I know people do, but I mean, I don't really am engaging in bullshit. But not reading this week. Um, Glow actually is funny. If you um, so you just, you just taking my stuff now. I watched it. Sorry, I actually okay. put my friend on a um up on it at work. Whatever, but um yeah, it's funny. I know it's not a comedy. It's not a comedy, but the fucking dialogue is funny. I actually will probably look into it and see who's writing for that show because the, the dialogue same is hilarious. That did Orange is the New Black. Oh really? Yeah. Orange is the New Black is more dark than funny though, but Orange it's still Black, funny. Orange is the New Black is hilarious. It's not funny to me. I think it's more dark than anything. <laughs> it's not as dark as like that fucking what was that Wentworth show? That shit was depressing. I had to. Stop watching. I cut that shit oh, off. Yeah, I wanted that, to cut myself. That shit is real. I mean, mo- the majority of people say that Wentworth is way better than Orange. It's not. Black. It's depressing. <laughs> Those are some dark, creepy ass fucking people. Don't be with them in a the dark alley because well, that they, shit is, is hard. They just say that it's more accurate representation of that situation. People don't watch TV for accurate <laughs> representations of situations. They just don't. You want a glamorized version of it or a funny version of it or it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not. That's not what TV is for. Yeah, like Glow. Yeah, I would just live my life if I wanted to see some fucked up shit like (laughs) it's just not what I want it's just not what I want for myself but um yeah I think that's it um Arrow is on I actually need to start watching Orange New Black new season and she mentioned TV and um no thank you trapping out the bando trying to find somewhere to live I have let go of House Honey I'm done with this shit I'm actually wiping my hands right now I'm about to show y'all I'm done I'm actually done we're gonna move into a nice apartment and uh keep it pushing I'm not doing that shit I'm done actually maybe later down the line I actually read an article to make myself
myself feel better about the fact that sometimes, you know what I'm saying, who really cares about equity? You know what I'm saying? Who really gives a fuck if you can't afford it? So I'm just going to move my, my broke ass into an environment and keep on pushing. I mean, you know, the idea was nice, but realistically, who wants to be saddled up for... The know? market is trash. Point made, period. If I could have got a dope-ass house or the house that I wanted, then I put my offer on and they rejected. If I could have did that shit, I would have been happy, but it just was some bullshit. The market is trash. These sellers are some assholes. I feel like I'm, I'm ranting and I'm sorry. I'm done. He started it. He brought it up. <laughs> but you know, the market is fucking horrible. If you're buying a house right now, God bless you. Go to church and pray about it with Jesus because that's the only way it's going to work out or be rich or something because then it doesn't matter. But if you're a regular motherfucker like me, it's not it's not it for you, girl. Go find an apartment. Okay. All right, cool. Cool. That's good. Let's go. I'm going to use my down payment money for a dope-ass couch, though. So you, you still... Maybe I'll buy my MacBook. You still, you still a little hung up on rain, huh? Yes. Yes, I am. Actually, I am. I still am. I am. Yes, you want to bring up Oh shit. Yeah, I am. I'm cool with that. Uh-huh. All right. The the main thing besides the... Asshole. Besides the Khaled album, which was... It was decent. It, if I don't ever have to hear anything on that again, you know, any song on that album again, I'll be fine. Yeah, I'm really. actually... I actually rather listen to... Um, what was the other one? Holy, Major Key. Yeah, Major Key. I'm still listening to Major Key, just to be honest with you. Yeah, you know. I'm Nas, still... Yeah. Nas' album is still not done. I'm, say, I'm still not... I even I'm, I still don't skip that song when it comes up. Nas's album so. is still not done. He even said that in Insecure. Like, yeah, no, I said my album was done, but you know, I had to get Kyla another one. No, fuck you, Nas here. Okay. Um, besides Kyla's album, Glow. Nas is so fine. Glow. Okay. Sorry, I just found that out recently, so I'm just new to it. Glow. 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 Um, glow. <laughs> what stands for Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Um, natural Netflix is comedically based on the actual happenings and events of the the wrestling territory. I, I guess it would be organization now, but back then it was a territory. Very very interesting, like um, Casey said, very funny, and you know that's that's it's a dope show. I don't I'm trying to incorporate Casey into the the watching of the show because yeah, I like to do stuff like that. You know, we can watch stuff together. I don't want to. don't like watching my stuff though. It depends on what you watching i watched riverdale riverdale was good i watch regular stuff though like i realized i was re- weird because i don't watch reality shows like i watch blacklist like you can watch blacklist or sometimes quantico sometimes sometimes they do way too much for me really i'm actually really behind on both of those shows i probably have like eight episodes on my dbr of both of those actually because i'm and pretty sure shit is on summer break now isn't it? like Grey's anatomy has been playing the same episode on repeat well the same season on repeat for the last eight years i love so. Grey's anatomy don't talk about them like that so shut i mean up. it's the shut same up. shit your filthy fucking mouth. Same shit. Shut Literal, up. Literally Shh. the same shit. Oh, don't whistle at the people. Um, Shut up. Other than that, that's, that's about it. You know, I took a break this week from um, my, my lip driving because... Uh, Shit, work. Yeah, that was a, you know, that's the side hustle. And my real hustle is uh, killing me at this point in time. So, yeah. Mm, and here you are. <laughs> 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 All right, so if you want to 
<laughs> ask us any questions with your concerns or make any comments on how much you hate Hendrix like me you can do that by emailing us at ask2ampodcast at gmail.com um, you know send all your hate mail and um, all those good things you know if you want to make a fan group I cannot stand this motherfucker I'm sorry what what I do nothing I didn't do anything. Smother you with a pillow. That's murder. Hmm. It's murder. It's legal. It's legal. Sorry. Just to say that. It depends. All right, fuckface. Well, like I said, ask <laughs> 2 a.m. podcast at gmail.com. That is the number two. Send in any questions, comments, or concerns, or hate mail to Hendrix at that email. Well, actually, I'm over the email, but I will make sure he gets it, though. I'll send it to his phone. Okay, cool. Um, Now, for, I feel like I'm talking too much. What are you doing? Anyway, so, now. What? I feel like I'm talking a lot. <laughs> Anyways, okay, now we're going to go into the LNL topic for this week. And this topic was also kind of inspired by Mabu SZA in the song Drew Barrymore. Um, in that song, she kind of talks about like, oh, like her insecurities and like, you know, dealing with self-worth and um, yeah, self-worth, insecurities and um, confidence, self-esteem issues and all of those things. And so today... And, 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 and. What? No, I was just ringing a buzzer for all those things. Oh. It was a prelude. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so today, even though he really interrupted me on my big reveal, we are unpacking, sorry, Al, we are unpacking insecurities. We all have them, even if you say you don't. Matter of fact, Insecure will be back on TV next month. <laughs> and we are going to unpack our insecurities, ones that you may have currently, ones that you may have had in the past, how you deal with the insecurity that you have now, or how you have resolved one in the past. So let's unpack this Hendrix with her. What um? What's funny? Yeah, a lot of luggage. Also. Okay, well, can we unpack the carry-on? <laughs> Not the fifty-pound board that they, <laughs> Not the two um, full-size bitches they give you on Southwest. No, this like spirit eighty-five dollars per bag luggage, but uh, they don't give you carry-ons. So is this a person? <laughs> no. <laughs> The shit that you gotta put in a little box before you get on the plane. This is too big. Yeah. (laughs) Way too big, sir. (laughs) Way too big, sir. You owe us two hundred. My man is your man is her man her is Yeah, that's real random. I know, it stuck in my head. I listen to this shit like multiple times a day. Anyway, so unpack it. Um, I mean I don't really know Or some of them. I don't know. A few. Shut, shut, shut your face. I mean, I don't. I don't really know where to start. I. I mean, I. I fluctuate. I can honestly say I fluctuate between you know overconfident and self-loathing. I have my entire life, so you know I have these highs of you know I'm that nigga, and I have these lows of um I guess woe is me. Mm, Definitely. So I don't need your uh, church claps. I'm agreeing with you. (laughs) you can go in there with winner anyways right now i'm sorry continue um i guess the biggest one would be uh 
Um, I well, we go with the cosmetic stuff. Um, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So you know, being well, not necessarily short, but short to modern day standards, where you know all women, whether they're four eleven or five eleven, their criteria is like six feet. I'm not six feet. Sorry, that's not gonna happen. So yeah, I'm five nine. So I've been five nine for the last. 12 years so yeah I was one of those you know promising like oh well you know he's kind of tall you know I was tall for like a (laughs) fucking junior in high school so yeah I was been the same height forever I'm also skinny so that that is something that I'm insecure and it's nothing it's nothing really that I can do about that like I've had periods where I ate and ate and ate and ate and like I didn't work out I wasn't active I was just like this fat ass that ate you know spent $50 a day on food and shit like that I only got up to like 185 and I felt like shit so that that's something that I've had to deal with as well now I mean we can we can we can switch this off like you can do your I can do my cosmetic and you can do your cosmetic so we can like balance this I don't want me to just talk for like half an hour no I want you to just you know what well okay so let me let me doctor feel you through this then so how have you no I don't want to know not her (laughs) I'm not that auntie um (laughs) how have you you know process through this like how have you moved through the universe with these insecurities have you just what have you done to resolve them or live with them or like what is your have you just like are are they still present or have they went away like i mean i mean pretty much it is coming to the realization that it is what it is like you don't very rarely do you like completely well you can't change your height at all Mm -mm, you really can't so you know it is what it is but um as far as like the the weight thing like you know you can if you want to you can try to bulk up or which is definitely it's not finished during my time it's not you know what i'm saying the whole diet and, and weight gain thing is like not it's hard it's so much fun I'm, i imagine what being able to eat whatever you want i mean and but see that goes to like more cosmetic shit like your skin my skin is like eh, eh, i guess if you guys get that sound effect eh, like something <laughs> you know what i'm saying like Depending on what I, you know, what I actually consume, it, it can get real terrible. Like, so if I'm drinking three or four Pepsis a day and shit like that and eating french fries and hamburgers and chasing that down with, like, um, ice cream and shit for dessert, then, yeah, my face is going to get fucked. But if I'm drinking water and fruits and vegetables, you know, I got clear skin. You know, blame my father. Sorry. That's cool, His too. His face is trash. <laughs> Jesus. His face is trash. Um, as far as emotional insecurities, um, I've always dealt with um, self-worth issues. Like ever since I was a little kid, I always felt like I wasn't good enough because I don't know. I was man, shit. I'm weird. Mm-hmm. So awkward. That's the PC term for that. Um, so <laughs> so um, inept. Yeah, I I mean that that goes back to like preschool and shit. Like you know, I didn't go to preschool or. Head start because I was advanced um, 
what would that be? I just drew a whole ass brain fart. I was um I was smart, so they said it would be no purpose for me to come and learn shit that I already knew. So I stayed at home. Uh, everybody developed social skills. I was at home by myself, and that was the precursor to the rest of my life, essentially. Because yeah, I'm a loner, so I don't need. I don't. You said you skipped preschool. Yeah, I went to preschool, and I'm still fucked. I mean, to but you, you know what I'm saying? You actually had, you know, that's where you develop the, you know, you can play nice with others and stuff like that. Like you just made me pose a good point. Let me write this down because my memory drain. Just say it. To just say it now, I feel very uncomfortable. No, I guess what I was about to say is that, I guess in regards to, like, my life, I think it's funny because, like, now I'm very much a loner. And, like, my um, my life when I was younger, like, when I was a kid, I was very social. Like, mm-hmm. I was very social. I had a lot of associates, which I did, obviously, at, like, six or seven. Everyone's your friend. So, it's like, <laughs> I had a lot of friends, but, like, associates, obviously. But it's just, like, um, because I was... Um, my parents went above and beyond for me because I was the only girl and I was their youngest baby. So, mm-hmm. like, I had themed sleepovers for everything. So, it would be, like, Halloween sleepover, Easter sleepover, this, 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 and the third. And so, like, and when I was in elementary school, it was, like, a really big deal for me, like, a, for you to get invited to my sleepover. Even though I was lame. Like, I wasn't popular at all. Like, my, my best friend at the time, Elena Jackson, I'll never forget this. She was popular because she was pretty. She was long she had long hair she was light-skinned and she was smart and like um that was my best friend so like I was not popular by association I was lame because I was not attractive as a as a child at all well I'll dip I'll dive into that when I'm finished the story because that goes into cosmetics but like um yeah like I wasn't popular at all but I had I was very social like I said I had these sleepovers multiple Mm -hmm. times a year like it was a really big deal um my our teacher used to make appearances and stuff but she was friends with my family but no 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 one knew that but it's like she used to make appearances <laughs> and she would come over with her daughters like it was a really it was a big thing like i was very like you wanted to get invited to kinesis sleepovers and like we would make me and my mom would sit there and make the invitations on the computer i would pass them out like also super sweet 16 shit i was like seven and eight so you're like a mean girl right no i wasn't a mean girl at all i've always been nice no i'm saying like in the sense of yeah you're, you're not invited like oh like, no i invited <laughs> everybody unless it was like someone who was like <laughs> ratchet or like bad or something like if my parents couldn't get in touch with their parents like you couldn't come she like that okay. but um i pretty much invited like most everybody mostly most people came and like it was people like from even from people from other classes that would approach me like they wasn't in our class like can i come kind of thing and so i was very open and stuff like that so i was very social then even in um middle school it wasn't a lot of us but i was i was pretty social like i talked to everybody and stuff like that it wasn't to high school high school i was a mute like <laughs> high school i didn't start talking in private until like junior year and that's because Wait, the way my <laughs> what you didn't start talking or no i didn't start did? talking for real <laughs> until junior year only people who probably i actually probably talked to was like on the volleyball team with me because i did play volleyball but i was still super fucking quiet and super fucking weird like i just was a nerd and i just did i just dealt with that you know what i'm saying and it was it probably as a result of my insecurities as well but i just dealt with the fact that i was lame and it was cool you know what i'm saying so i was like i just quiet because i feel like if i'm quiet no one will bother me like i would just kind of fall under the radar because right. i even say that now like 
I'm sure I could, and I'm really good with faces and I have a really good memory when it comes to like stuff like that. So like when I can see somebody out and I'll be with my best friend, Courtney, and I'm like, she went to high school with us. No, really? Like, I don't remember her. And I'm like, no, she went to, it's her name. She went to high school with us. She was in this class. And she's like, really? Like, I'm really good with that. Like, I know this person is not going to fucking remember me because I was so fucking quiet. And you probably like, most people I went to school with probably don't remember me being there. Like, that's how quiet I was. I didn't start talking until junior year. And the people who probably remember me is only because the way my high school was broken up, it was broken up into programs. So by this time, junior year, you were in the class with the same 30 people over and over and over and over again yeah. because are the way our classes were yeah. so it's like you knew me based off the fact of and you might not even still even knew my name in that sense you knew me based off the fact that we were all in the same program and you saw me over and over again like oh is that the girl with the, the dark skin girl you know what i'm saying kind of thing like maybe that much but not like that so it's like and then now when i come to present day it just got worse and worse and worse and worse because now i have two friends two fucking friends i don't have i have two friends well two close female friends and maybe like four associates and that is like it <laughs> on god and this is fucked up like i don't have nobody to call like girl let's go out none of that or like let's go eat like let me let's let's do this i literally don't have nobody i can fucking ask that like i don't have friends like that like oh we gonna we gonna plan a girl's trip or we gonna do that i have two freaking friends and that's pretty much it. Like, so it's just, like, got less and less and less and less and less till it's, like, nothing. So I used to be, like, really social, and now I'm not. I, mean, um, I so. guess in, in that vein for me, like, that whole, like, that was always weird to me. Like, even now when I see, like, let's say at, you know, like, at work, like, people just on the phone talking to people. Like, yeah, I definitely don't have nobody shit. I could just talk on the phone like to. That, that's that was always weird. Like, I'm at work. I'm going to, like, do work-related shit and talk to. Oh, yeah, no. I would love, know, I don't so, have nobody to talk to. No, I mean. But like even even though I agree, but I'm just saying like you know what I'm saying you have that like you know you have that work life like that work life that's completely separate from your own life and that's what you do you know what I'm saying that's the people the people you talk to at work mm-hmm. like I'm not t- I'm not going to call my best friend while I'm at work and talk to them for like an hour or two or eight yeah yeah that that's weird no I don't really talk on the phone actually I don't want to talk to nobody that's at work I used to talk. I used to talk to my dad on the phone like that, but I don't even talk to my mom like that. But anyways, back to the point. I'll get into my insecurities because they're, um, I guess, interesting or depressing or whatever. But anyway, so as far as insecurities go. <laughs> See, you, you did you list yours down? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't. I was well, just clearing off my screen. That was that was kind of my thing. It's like, well, I have this long-ass list, but you told me to keep it short. So. Oh, no, you didn't have to keep it short. I was just saying, like, no, as far I'm as cosmetics, just, though. No, I'm just saying, like, it, it's, you know, yeah, it's, it's complicated. Just like yours is complicated, I'm sure. Your insecurities are very complicated because they're not always your insecurities insecurities you can add and subtract mm. as you go i have very common ones i think like like let's unpack my life you know what i'm saying a little bit can i doctor feel you or? if you have any questions please feel free <laughs> just necessary but um i guess okay so ma'am real real quick when did it all start birth <laughs> <laughs> I'm so serious. Okay, here we go. I am, or was, am now again, and I've been so many things, but I'll start from the beginning. I was, I actually have lightened up since I was a kid. But anyways, I was very dark skinned. 
I was tall for a girl. Even now, I'm five eight and a half. I was chubby, and I had like four C hair. And especially at that time, I was, in well, my opinion, of average intelligence or whatever. So it was nothing. How did that make you feel? <laughs> it was nothing um, intriguing about me. And then. I, I think these, even though this might sound weird, I think the kids of this generation are a little bit, in a little bit of a better position than I was and that people like me probably were as a child because, it, like, they have positive, like, kind of role models, but, like, dark skin is not as frowned upon as it was when I was a kid. Like, it was, like, obviously it still is a thing. Like, people still, like, oh, my God, uh, dark skin girls. Like, yeah, people still do that. Yeah, it's multiple you. Yeah. People definitely still do that, but I feel like now you have, like, the Bria of the world and like the oh chocolate and you know what I'm saying like people who like oh I like dark skin girls or this is where it's at or we lit like them kind of posts and stuff like that that was not a thing when I was younger it was just like oh my god ugh, like you black as fuck like my own brother called me fat black chowder for a very long time in my life Wow. and he was just as dark as me and fat but whatever <laughs> um like this boy that i dated for like five minutes like that happened to me a lot like i would date like the guy would like like me like like my personality even even maybe you're attracted to me and then once his friends or somebody else told him that i wasn't a person attractive enough or okay enough to like then it was like it went from like oh my god I like you to like you trash and talking shit about me all the time like so this boy that i dated when he first got to my school elementary school for like a whole week and a half Started calling me Happy Meal because I was chubby. Wait, Happy what? Happy Meal because I was fat. That's not even a. That's not even a good like. That's not even a good. And even just down. an experience like my um. Even for like elementary school kids, that shit is trash. I'm just saying. And my cousin actually. Skeeter. No, my cousin was very shallow. Um, ironic because he turned out to be gay, right? He was very shallow when um we were young. <laughs> his whole life actually and so like he made it clear to me at a very young age even talking to my dark ass that the only thing that could possibly be beautiful or worth it or anything was that you had to be light-skinned and you had to have long hair and if you wasn't that you wasn't it and you was trash like that's pretty much how that, that was instilled in me at a very young age so that fostered pretty much the insecurity like so it wasn't just coming from the outside source of like the media or it was in my it was in my house you know what i'm saying that you were just not good enough or that you were not attractive or that you could not be this like it was it was instilled in me forever like my entire life and unfortunately i think that's something that happens a lot of times in black households and so that privilege is put so, on right so even though i had like um even though my parents were like very supportive and like my mom was our skin she was gorgeous and like even though i had these powers positive people in my life that were like no like you're attracted i'm like i, I literally used to tell my parents that like um y'all have to say that <laughs> like i used to tell them like y'all have to say that those the people in my elementary school teased me so bad that um i literally cried every sunday because i didn't want to go back to school like i was that tortured as a child i was like oh my god i don't want to go to this school please don't make me go like oh my god i remember one day in elementary school it feels fifth grade we were going to gym I was like one of the last people out the classroom. Yeah. And this popular boy named Jason Bell. I told you I'm really good with names. This popular boy, popular boy, light skin or everything was Jason Bell. He stopped me. He stood in the middle in the doorway and was like, I got something to tell you. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, I like you. And I'm like, what? He's like, psych. And everybody bust out fucking laughing, like dying, nigga. And it was so fucking embarrassing. I'm like, oh my fucking God. Like, fucking tortured, like, my whole life. Like, so I started skating. I was chubby. 
tall, all that stuff like that. And so, like, even when, like, I don't think I probably actually grew into my looks until, like, maybe senior high school or, like, college. In my opinion, that's when people were okay with dating me, I would say. So, mm-hmm. like, that's when I was, like, I guess somewhat attractive to people. Yeah. And then, like, I will say my situation is a little different because I went from one extreme to another. I've been fat and chubby and, like, dark. And then, like, I, like, lost a whole bunch of weight and where I was skinny and I was popping. And so, it was, like, to see that difference in how people treat you when you look a different way. Like, okay, so, like, that time versus, like, the 1990s when it's, like, you had to be light-skinned and you had to be this. And I was chubby and I was dark-skinned. And then when it was, like, okay, dark-skinned girls are on the come up. You can date a dark-skinned girl. And I had lost weight. So, my little body was popping and I was chilling and I, my hair was always nice and I was putting I was always put together so it's like you literally think about that and how people treat you and I also think that not saying to shame anybody but I feel like honestly it made me a better person because I'm not gonna I'm not the most like I'm still not extremely confident but you can't tell me I'm ugly like I'm like I'm not like oh my god like I'm a bad bitch da, 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 da. like I'm not that type of person I'll never be that type of person and I'm and I'm like that because I think it makes you a better person when you have went through that when you went like people were like oh the glow up if you were popular people didn't tease you people didn't do this to you like i don't want to hear that bullshit i don't because i feel like yes of course you don't look the same way you did when you was eight that's not a fucking glow up if you were (laughs) ugly and now you're cute and you're attractive that's a fucking glow up if you just oh i was i was a nerd like i seen this girl that's like always been attractive she was on a cheer team she put the status up like you know i was this and i was a book nerd and then it's like girl you was on a cheer team nobody like you was popular you was actually a bitch like shut up like no 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 you can't do that so it was just like that kind of stuff where people like you don't know her and it's like stuff like that and it's just like well um uh <laughs> shut up and it's like girl no like that wasn't your life so it's like i hate like that even when hendrix was talking I was even kind of triggered <laughs> when, like, it's the same way when, like, a light-skinned person is like, oh, my God, or a mixed person is like, I couldn't fit in with the black people or the white people. And I'm like, what? Black people love mixed people. Shut the fuck up, liar. We am like, I was teased. I was skinny. But I was like, but skinny is what you're supposed to be. So it's just like. But no, see, that that's the whole thing. As a man, and this is something that the bulk of. You know, as in, in the my earlier years, like, yeah, you can get away with that. But as a man, it's perceived that you're supposed to be this big, brolic-ass motherfucker. And that's not how everybody is built. Like, some people literally can't get that way. So, if I'm in the gym, I'm working out, I'm eating, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get swole and it's not happening. Like, yeah, that fucks with you because you got all... I mean, it's more of the... Especially nowadays, it's more of those unrealistic, like, social media standards and shit that kind of, you know what I'm saying, that can kind of fuck with somebody growing up. Like, oh, well, you, you know, like I was saying, oh, yeah, you, I the memes, like, oh, yeah, you know, I was talking to this dude, and he said his height was, like, five, and I, you know, I hit in and shit like that. Like, well, you know, okay, like, that's that's kind of fucked up, but, yeah. I mean, but it's not even like that. I think it's just, I think that's, like, not old-timey, but I think it's just, like, that's, like, one of those things that's always been that way. Like, your, um, shit. Like your boyfriend, because you want your you want your significant other, especially if you're a woman. Like you want to feel like not fragile, but you want to feel like, huh, like I don't know, like you can be protected and and like someone be like, oh, 
you know, strong man or whatever. And I'm like, if you're if you're like four eleven, obviously like someone who's five nine is still gonna tower the fuck over you. And like I don't know shit, I don't know what's wrong with me. I really don't, to be completely honest with you, because I attract skinny ass short men. I have no <laughs> fucking idea why, because I was always thicker. Well, except when I was skinny as fuck. I've always been thicker and I've always been tall as fuck. But somehow in my whole life I've only dated two guys over six feet tall in my entire life. And that was like my freshman year of high school. No, my freshman year of, sorry, college and my sophomore year of high school is the only time I've ever dated somebody over six feet tall. Yeah. So it's just like, mm. I mean, but even to that, that thing, like, I, yeah, I guess, um, um, as far as, <laughs> okay. no, I, I was going to make a point, but it didn't. It didn't. It didn't match the conversation we was having. I was gonna talk about like, well, you know, I dated short girls like my whole life, and you know, right. So then you probably didn't feel have to feel short because you were with short bitches. But see, I I, I believe that that was the reason why. Like I did, I did not talk too tall. Like people, women, like five. I think my my dad, you know, you had to be at least, you know, you had to be five five. Like five five was like max for me, because <laughs> you know I'm five nine, so I just, you know, I'm a little bit of different. And see, and don't get offense, offended by this, but I think with, with my for my thing, if like even though I'm not as insecure as I was like when I was younger, I'm not the same girl. I wasn't like seven or eight and like super fucking insecure. But I think a lot of like my like very understanding and. Very very like I always feel like I'm walking on eggshells on people. I'm a people pleaser. All of that is rooted in my insecurities. So it's just like Absolutely. I feel like you know what I'm saying like I'm not really picky when it comes to guys or stuff like that. So it's like if I date somebody that's like short or I date niggas that are broke or I date somebody without no car. Like when I was younger, all the time it was like <laughs> I can't like I don't have the right to be picky. I'm not attractive enough to be like you need to be six feet tall. I'm not attractive enough to be like you need to have a job. You need to have a car. You need to. to pay and take me and do this i didn't feel like i was attracted enough to request those kind of things in a relationship like i legit didn't and a lot of like a lot of like self-worth and self-esteem issues i suffered with that stuff for a long time like it definitely has made me a better person i'm saying like even when i was like i guess quote-unquote popping or lit whatever the kids are saying these days it was like i still never felt that way about myself and i still yeah poppington i still never acted that way like i still have always been like a good-hearted person and respectful and like sweet and like just kind to people because i already i knew how it felt on the other side i don't never want to do anything like that to other people i think you just opened uh one of the, the yeah you, you opened one of the doors so in that that same you made a good point in that same vein like the a lot of the a lot of the issues i've had with women and being like like you said like a people pleaser and shit like that is because a direct correlation of what i saw growing up like my dad took advantage of my mom. Like, my dad was a very, very trash individual. So, you know what I'm saying? He, he you know, he, he was a broke boy. But, you know, he really wasn't a broke boy. There was some other shit involved in that, which caused him to be a broke boy. So, my whole thing was, I don't want to treat a woman like my dad treated my mom. So, I, you know, I will, you know, I, oh yeah, I got it. You know, even if I don't necessarily have it, just to, you know what I'm saying, be that, that I guess the, 
I don't want to use the P word because I still, I'm still not shaky. I'm a little shaky on that. What? Provider. Oh. Yeah, honestly, like, I can say that in the same, honestly, the same way. Like, a lot of the dumbass decisions I've made in my life, like, when it comes to men, has literally been in the area of, like, okay, you do it, like, because you should be happy. Someone wants you. And so you need to do anything in your power to please them and, like, keep them happy. Like, that's, that's how rooted my insecurities were. It was just like, okay, well, you should be happy that someone finds you attractive. You should be happy that someone even wants to be with you. You should be happy this person is calling you, that they're interested in you. So now you need to do whatever you can to please them. And that controlled my life in every, in every even to this day, every relationship I've ever been in for the most part. Because I've always had that in the back of my mind. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not enough or you're not attractive enough or someone. They could be with someone better. They can be with somebody who likes skin, long hair. Maybe somebody who don't need to sleep in a bonnet or someone who, you know what I'm saying, can feel comfortable and be bad as fucking wear tight maxi dresses and bikinis and all type of stuff or, you know what I'm saying, like all different different kind of insecurities that you have. as Not even as a woman because obviously everybody yeah. doesn't have them, but all those different things. Like you can be, like there, there, there are ideal women out there. And so it's just like I felt like I needed to do stuff to make somebody want to be with someone who I guess in my mind and from what I thought was not ideal. So I I did whatever I could to like almost like I always was constantly proving my worth to people. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's that's definitely something that yeah, that's something that you go through. Yeah, I threw money, stupidity, time, loyalty, all type of stuff at people just to make them like almost try to like make them see me really. Because like, I felt like, you know what I'm saying, I wasn't enough just as myself. Yeah. I mean, I always, I, I guess I always felt like people were like one foot in, one foot out with me. Like, because I had people in my life who were one foot in, one foot out with me. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I live my life expecting people to go away. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Because people have always gone away. So, I, and that's, that's a, that's a bad, that's a very bad, um, that's a very bad like thing to have. No, yeah, just to have in your mind because it kind of alters how you you do certain things. So yeah, you you know what I'm saying. You, I tend me personally, I push people away because I figure that you're gonna go away anyway. So yeah, I do. You know, I I make up all kind of bullshit and argue and. I'm the opposite. I throw myself into like every situation and like I, I feel like I'm almost like bribing people to date me I throw money at everything no I mean no I'm just saying like me no, personally I, that's I, what I do like I throw money at yeah. niggas like and that's why <laughs> I'm just being completely honest with you and, like not intentionally but it's like if you ask me I'm gonna give it to you and, and I know that makes me like weak as fuck and like trash as hell like and desperate and all that stuff like that but I'm okay mm. with that like I know well. that that's my insecurity like I know that that's I know it's not right like I know I deserve more like I know I de- deserve better but I can't it's just something like I feel like I, I, I feel like I don't it's like that's that self esteem and self worth but I actually think that you gotta have something to add before I wrap it up um. I was going to ask you for like $5. No. I just want to know why I didn't get on that train for real, for real. Because I'm trying to grow out of it. Well, and I couldn't, I can't afford it. 
I'm still paying for it. That, 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 yes, okay. See, that's the thing. It caught up. I like, see, that's the thing. You yeah, can keep yeah, doing something yeah. over and over again, but when it actually catches your ass, yeah, you, you when it catches you, yeah. you need, like, like, that's fucked up that you, like, I'm not hard headed. Like, I, I still be mad at myself that I'm that hard headed of a person. But when it actually, actually catches up to you, you like, that was dumb. Like, that was dumb. Like, I literally made a horrible mistake. It, it went against everything that I thought. My gut. My intuition, everything told me no when I did it anyway. Yeah. Like, that was my lesson. And, like, I'm yeah. still paying for it. So now I'm learning. Now I'm like, fuck you. Now I'm like, I would rather be alone <laughs> than to be that person anymore. It's not worth it. Love is love is legitimately not worth it to me anymore. Like, for like not worth my sanity. Not worth my pride, my self-worth, and my self-esteem. Not, a worth, not worth me losing myself. It's just not. It's not worth it at all. Like, I'd rather be by myself. Yeah, that's definitely... Yeah. But okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in, in that vein, like I've grown from pushing people away to keeping people, like you know. So I hold on, like to you know that last little thread of clothing and shit like that. So yeah, I mean, it's a gift and a curse. You know, sometimes growing can be something that uh, is helpful, and sometimes it can be something that is harmful. Mm, definitely. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap it up because I know we're our depression. It's not depressing. It's honest. Um, if you I mean, if you want to actually add to this conversation, we can do so on Facebook, um, on the two um Ocker Millennials page or the at the two AM podcast page on our Facebook. Um, don't forget to like like that shit and thumbs up and all that good stuff and follow that page. And then also we can. I mean, let's let's start our conversation. Always on Twitter. Let's argue. Um, <laughs> at the two AM podcast on Twitter as well. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. What are your insecurities? How did you get past them? You know what I'm saying? How did it change you? All that good stuff like that. Are you still dealing with it? Did you get past it? What happened? Let's talk about it. And so, um, Hendrix, what was grinding your gears this week? Well, I'm actually going to take um, the story that you shared with me last night. Misinformation on social media and <laughs> why people, you know, we in this day and age, we, we deal with people who feel like they know everything. I can't even remember what I said. And they know absolutely nothing. So last night, um, and it, it was, <laughs> I wasn't even surprised by it because I see it every day. But uh, Casey was sharing a story with me about a young lady, oh, on, I remember <laughs> a young lady on Facebook that was giving out completely uh fraudulent information about car insurance and everybody you know you had licensed professionals and you know people who actually do the shit for real and have been doing the shit for real telling her telling her like no that's that's not that's not right that's not cool like no stop telling people this oh no no you know she's just like oh no it worked for me and i did this and you know you guys shouldn't be you know shouldn't be paying all this money for car insurance like you know they're they're Dropping you and you know that that's that's not the case like but that just that just made me realize that a lot of people tend to um just go hard for the talking out of their ass that they do so yeah just stop doing that like people the, the the fake deaths on twitter and shit like that you know stop killing people off stop relaying bad information just you know if somebody you know with more than three professionals tell you that you know that's bad or wrong then believe it 
don't go hard for something that's wrong. Definitely. That's all I had. You can, you know, because you, you came in. On no, I'm going to keep it short and sweet only because we're running long. So I have three, I think, three oh, or four. Okay. Anyway, so my first one that I forgot, it actually happened to me earlier. And it's kind of related to the insecurities thing or not really, but related to one of my insecurities. So today, not today, multiple times, actually, it's this guy at work. And he, every time he walks by me, he's like, you are so fine. And I'm like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I say thank you and I keep it pushing. But one of these last time it happened, he's like, you're so fine. And I'm like, thanks. Like, you're very sweet. And then it turned into, because, you know, I don't no. ever see dark-skinned oh, girls that God. are that no. attractive. Like, you know, you are one of the most attractive dark-skinned girls no. I've ever seen in my life. Fuck. Now I got to cut you off. Oh, now Jesus. it went from thanks to fuck that shit. Because I know a lot of fine-ass dark-skinned girls. And it's just as many ugly dark-skinned girls as it is ugly light-skinned girls. Anybody can be ugly and anybody can be attractive. Your color does not mean shit. So please, 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 men, women, whoever the fuck, stop this whole, whole light-skinned, dark-skinned shit. Because I'm so tired of that bullshit. Like, no, just because I'm dark-skinned, I mean, I'm some fucking unicorn anomaly. Like, I'm just not... And I just don't like that shit. Like, thank you for the compliment. Yeah, just compliment. But you don't have to, you don't, don't need specify. to put anybody down to compliment me. Please don't ever do that shit. I don't like that. That really fucked me up. I don't like that shit. And so I had to cut into his ass like, nah, bro, that's not thanks, but no thanks. I don't need your fucking backhand, backhand ass compliment. Like, don't insult and compliment me and insult dark skinned women. That's some bullshit. So no thank you, asshole. <laughs> My second one <laughs> is about drivers. I was driving home and this motherfucker was, it's three lanes. Two of them go straight. Actually, all three of them go straight. Yeah. But the far right lane, obviously, most people turn in that lane and it's three o'clock in the morning. So it's me and this other car. This car, before I got to the light, was the only car over there. And it's going straight. Why the fuck are you in the front, front, the fucking far right lane? Why? Why? And if you're going to take your ignorant ass over there, at least have these things move up so I can fucking turn. So I can make a turn. I could turn on red, bitch. You can't go straight on red. You need to move out my way. That pissed me the fuck off, okay? That was fucking dumb for just no fucking reason. Like, why are you over here? No, seriously, why? I really want to know. Like, that was just the dumbest shit. And it made me so mad because I'm just like, what the with the fuck you know uh, what i'm saying so um what's her sorry mental wellness tip of the week no one more i hate uh-huh. habitual line steppers and people who go out of their way to be extra i hate loud females and i hate extra ass people i'm not gonna go into the details of the story but if you want to know let's talk about it but anyways i hate habitual know. line steppers because they're just fucking extra and ignorant as fuck like girl have a seat and i don't play with people's kids just in case people, anybody was wondering i really don't <laughs> so if you act like a child i'm talking about you too mainly you Cause I play with a kid, but I'm not playing with your grown ass. So don't fucking come at me with your bullshit, okay? Wait, you talking what? No, I'm saying because I was like, I don't want like kids. Literally, I'm talking about childish ass people. When I say I don't play with kids, I'm oh, I don't play yeah. with childish ass people. Just so that's clear. Uh, no, I don't play with people. I don't play with people's kids. No, I I I fucking don't. Okay, if you <laughs> in all aspects, I don't play if with you kids. ever want to know, I definitely don't fucking. Play. <laughs> <laughs> do not play with people's kids. Grown, child, all that now. I will slap the shit out of your kids. Just so fucking irritating. But anyway, so for this week, the mental health and wellness tip for the week is all about pets. That is a coping strategy. Pets is a really good coping strategy. 
to help you deal with like if you're feeling down or anything like that studies show that pets are a calming influence in people's lives taking care of a pet can distract the mind from stressful thoughts and i as you all know have my lovely friend winter i have always had dogs in my life um they're very attentive i mean you can have whatever kind of pet you want maybe like a cat or a fish or whatever but dogs are very attentive they are sweet. I know whenever I'm like crying or sad, they feel your energy. You know, when it, like winter comes and licks my face, if I'm like sad and he lays with me, he just kind of mar- marches to my beat. Like if I'm going to sleep, he's going to sleep. If I'm eating, he wants to eat. Like he literally <laughs> just like, it's just all about me. And like sometimes that's a really good feeling and a good distraction to have. So a, a coping strategy for this week is all about pets. So if you are thinking about a way to cope with stress in the night, distraction taking care of a pet is a good way to do that yeah definitely i mean um especially the group chat i'm limited to my dog comments but yeah yeah definitely accurate that's fine (laughs) (laughs) all right just tell them where they can reach you you can reach me on oh i was about to say facebook but (laughs) just don't reach me on facebook sorry guys um you can reach me on instagram and twitter at noli hendrix that's n-o-e-l-l-y-h-e-n-d-r-i-x you didn't say d's this week you're not you're not you're not on your game bro sorry d's (laughs) where can they reach you at casey you can reach me at k a-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-I-F-E and that is on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can reach us, like I said earlier, at the 2AM Podcast on Facebook and on Twitter as well. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. Like the page. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Podmosphere, Pods and Color, Listen, Subscribe, SoundCloud, everything. Um, Check us out. And, uh, Please share. Oh yeah, definitely share all that good stuff like that look i don't you know i don't really care well i do care but you know if you guys don't have time to listen at least share it wait know. it's 21 savage dating amber Rose. that's what it looks like wow sorry that was random yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> um so i'm gonna leave you guys with this um it's kind of a correlation of the insecurity that we talked about in the love and life segment You're only overlooked, rejected, and ignored by people who are not meant to be in your life. Let go in peace and look ahead in gratitude. I like that. I probably needed that as a child. (laughs) All right, guys. It's going to wrap it up for this week. Peace. Bye. I'm trying to stop it.